Welcome to Digital Stratosphere, the podcast that helps organizations throughout the world with their digital transformation journeys. Here, you will find independent and technology agnostic advice with no software vendor sales spin to help you make the best decisions for your organization. Whether you are in the process of selecting technology, in the midst of your transformation, or trying to get your initiative back on track, Digital Stratosphere provides expertise and best practices to help. ERP software has been dying a slow death for the last few decades. But the question now is, has the time come for the end of ERP software as we know it? That's what I want to talk about here today. My name is Eric Kimberling. I'm the CEO of Third Stage Consulting. We're an independent consulting firm that helps clients throughout the world reach their third stages of digital transformation success. And in my time in the ERP software space for the last 25 or more years, we've been hearing this refrain that the ERP software industry might be dying. And for years now, industry pundits and analysts have talked about whether or not ERP software might be dying right now, or if we're coming up on the death of ERP, as you might call it. And so the question I want to cover here today is, what is the case for ERP software potentially dying out? And if ERP software is going to die and fade away into the past memories, then what is the future of enterprise technology? And that's exactly what I'll talk about here today. So when unpacking this question of is ERP software dead, we have to ask ourselves now and in the future, can ERP software be everything to everyone? And in essence, that's what enterprise resource planning software is. It's software that's intended to tie together an entire organization. It's software that provides common solutions for companies in a multitude of different industries. And the reality is that it's very difficult for ERP software vendors to provide capabilities and functionality that can be everything to everyone. In other words, there's different types of industry needs, different priorities within the same industries, and other things that create tension or pressure on ERP systems as they exist today. The end result of ERP software's inability to be everything to everyone is the advent of best of breed solutions. In other words, you see systems like Salesforce on the CRM side or Workday on the human capital management side. Those are two examples of systems that aren't ERP systems, but they're systems that focus on one specific function within organizations. So in the case of Salesforce, they're focusing on helping automate sales and customer service business processes. Workday, for example, automates HR business processes. And the reasons that companies such as Workday and Salesforce exist is largely because ERP systems can't be everything to everyone. So what I think we're seeing are the early stages of ERP software slowly dying and giving up market share to upstarts such as Workday, Salesforce, and other software vendors that are trying to attack the vulnerabilities of the one-size-fits-all aspect of ERP software. In the past, one of the greatest assets and strengths of ERP software was that it was an integrated solution. It was one common solution that users and employees would log into, whether they're finance people or warehouse management people or salespeople, HR people, whatever the case may be, is one common platform, one common integrated solution. And what has happened over time, because ERP software is evolving so quickly and changing so quickly, and because of the fact that ERP software is moving to the cloud, stay tuned for more on the cloud discussion, because I'm gonna come back to that point. But what we're seeing as a result of these trends is that ERP vendors, especially the big ones now are out acquiring different solutions that are no longer integrated. So in other words, rather than building their own software that's fully integrated from the ground up, they're instead going out and acquiring solutions and selling those solutions to their customers. 
just as an example or a few examples, SAP has gone out and bought Ariba and SuccessFactors to address some of the vulnerabilities or weaknesses of the core SAP solution. Microsoft has gone out and bought Navision and Exapta and other solutions, and now they're trying to wrap it up into one solution with D365. And Oracle has been known for a long time as an acquisition-minded organization that went out and bought JD Edwards and Siebel and PeopleSoft and some other solutions. So what we're seeing in the marketplace is a strength of ERP systems, which is that full integration, is no longer as much of a strength as it used to be. So now the question becomes, is there real value still in deploying ERP systems if we're not gaining that strength of the past? If you are trying to achieve digital transformation success, turn to Third Stage Consulting Group. Third Stage's independent and technology agnostic consulting team helps clients define their digital strategies, select the right software, and manage their implementations. With offices in the U.S., Europe, and Australia, our team helps the world's most forward-thinking organizations through their transformation pitfalls and risks. Whether you are embarking on an ERP, HCM, CRM, supply chain management, or any other digital transformation, contact Third Stage Consulting to see how we can help you reach the third stage of transformation success. Learn more about us and download independent reports, videos, and other best practices at thirdstage-consulting.com. Now, I mentioned before the cloud evolution with ERP systems, which in general is a good thing and organizations are largely embracing the cloud. They're not all there yet in terms of adoption, but they're moving quickly to the cloud. But one of the things we're seeing is as ERP vendors move their flagship products to the cloud, it's exposing a lot of vulnerabilities and it's showing how hard it is to move from an on-premise type of environment to a cloud environment, which requires, in many cases, an entire rewrite of the software that they spent decades building. So now what we're seeing is a time in history where ERP systems are not fully developed. They're not mature. There's a lot of weaknesses in the software because they haven't finished that migration from on-premise to the cloud. So we're at a unique moment in history in the ERP software space in that ERP systems aren't playing to their strengths in that way as well, in addition to the lack of integration I mentioned a moment ago. The other thing that cloud is doing is it's further perpetuating the first point I made, which is that you've got these upstart best of breed solutions that can be developed and deployed quickly or relatively quickly to organizations throughout the world. And that's creating more pressure and more competition for the traditional ERP vendors. So the fact that cloud is evolving so quickly and becoming such a mainstream software for organizations throughout the world means that we're seeing a slow death of ERP software in that regard as well. ERP systems have had a bad rap over the years for being inflexible. That hasn't really changed a whole lot, although I will say ERP systems are a lot more flexible now than they were 20 or 30 years ago. However, organizations and their pace of change and the macroeconomic forces that are forcing them to change, I would argue, is changing a lot faster than ERP systems are able to change. I mentioned before how these big, massive ERP systems take a long time to develop and write and make changes to the code and that sort of thing. And that just takes a long time, especially when the world is changing so quickly. Supply chains are being disrupted. Geopolitical forces are changing the way organizations work. And organizations just in general are having to change and respond quicker than ERP software oftentimes will allow. And for that reason, you're seeing organizations take less of a full 
integrated ERP system approach and more of a best of breeds solution approach to identifying the best technology or technologies for specific parts of their business rather than doing massive overhauls of their entire operations. So look to this inflexibility of ERP software to be something that contributes to the potential death of ERP systems as we know it today. So all of these trends I've talked about so far are fueling this trend towards less of a focus on single systems and more of a focus on general platforms that can be used to deploy different types of technologies. In other words, focusing on a platform or interoperability of multiple systems. Some may call it best of breed, which is historically what we've referred to it as. And that is essentially where we have a platform that we might use, such as say a ServiceNow or a Palantir, uh, even Salesforce is another example of a software vendor that provides more of a platform rather than just a software solution. And that platform allows you to mix and match different types of technologies and bolt them together into a unified workflow. So in other words, you have alternatives to the big ERP systems now that you didn't have before to where you can more feasibly integrate different systems and deploy different technologies throughout your organization without having to feel like you have to have one single vendor provide it all. It goes back to the point of ERP systems not being able to be everything to everyone and trying to adjust to that via this concept of platforms, interoperability, and best of breed. So the fact that you have these options now with platforms, with ServiceNow, Palantir, and some of these other software platform providers is further eroding the dominant market share that ERP systems have historically enjoyed in the enterprise technology space. So what does this mean for your digital strategy? Should you be considering ERP software? Should you avoid considering ERP software? It's a good question and I don't have a 100% one size fits all answer. But what I will say is that you really wanna keep an open mind and not be solely focused on just a single ERP system as your only option. There's simply too many options out there in the marketplace. And if you wanna define a digital strategy that is most aligned with your business needs, your goals, your priorities, your culture, your risk tolerance, all that stuff, you need to really consider all the options you have and look to not only where technology is today, but where it's headed in the future and make sure you find that fit that's the best aligned with your organizational needs and objectives. For more information on how to define your digital strategy and some of the other considerations you should think about in addition to what I've talked about here today, I encourage you to download our digital transformation report, which is an annual report we publish each year that highlights some of the best practices and lessons learned that we have from working with clients throughout the world in their digital transformations. It also contains a number of top 10 rankings, reviews and comparisons of different technologies that you might consider as part of your digital strategy. So I encourage you to download that paper in the link below in the description field. I've also included links to other resources I think will help you through your digital transformation journey. So I hope you found this information useful and hope you have a great day. Learn more about us and download independent reports, videos, and other best practices at thirdstage-consulting.com.